It's Thursday, June 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Federal Reserve approved the largest interest rate increase since 1994 and signaled it would continue lifting rates this year at the most rapid pace in decades to fight inflation that is running at a 40-year high. Officials agreed to a three-quarter percentage point rate rise at their two-day policy meeting that concluded Wednesday, which will increase the Fed's benchmark federal funds rate to a range between 1.5% and 1.75%. New projections showed all 18 officials who participated in the meeting expect the Fed to raise rates to at least 3% this year, with at least half of all officials indicating the Fed funds rate might need to rise to around 3.375% this year. We're not trying to induce a recession now, let's be clear about that, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said at a news conference. The Fed has faced growing criticism in recent weeks for not acting sooner to withdraw aggressive stimulus it deployed through most of last year. In other news, the International Energy Agency's latest oil report on Wednesday predicted that economic growth, mostly in developing markets, will create a 500,000-barrel-a-day crude deficit next year. Over the past year, recovering demand for the fuels outstripped the slow rise in production levels. There aren't quick ways to produce more. For years, producers cut back on drilling in the U.S. to boost profits and in Europe to decarbonize. Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, key members of OPEC, could supply more oil now but have hesitated to act decisively. The IEA forecasts that non-OPEC producers will add a little under 2 million barrels a day in 2022 and nearly the same again in 2023, but it says total OPEC plus production, including the cartel's allies, could shrink in part because of falling Russian exports. New liquefying facilities are needed to increase global liquid natural gas supplies. It all adds up to a persistent shortfall pushing benchmarks up. Around the world, U.S.-led coalition forces seized a man that officials described as a senior leader of Islamic State in an operation in northeast Syria late Wednesday. Military officials detained Hani Ahmed al-Kurdi, a suspected bomb maker and facilitator who had become one of Islamic State's senior leaders in Syria, U.S. military officials said in a statement. They did not disclose more details about the raid that led to Mr. al-Kurdi's arrest. The mission was meticulously planned to minimize the risk of collateral damage, particularly in potential harm to civilians. Operation Inherent Resolve, the command that oversees operations against Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, said in a statement. There were no civilians harmed during the operation nor any damage to coalition aircraft or assets. Although Islamic State, also known as ISIS, isn't as strong as it once was, it remains a threat in the region, Central Command officials said. Back in the U.S., a group of 122 Republicans in the House of Representatives sent a letter Wednesday asking Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate more than a dozen acts of vandalism and arson at locations run by pro-life organizations. According to local media reports in locations including Madison, Wisconsin and Buffalo, New York, the acts of vandalism have taken place at numerous pregnancy care centers over the past two months as well as the offices of pro-life organizations. The Department of Justice must act swiftly to investigate and prosecute recent domestic terrorist attacks against pro-life organizations and dissuade future perpetrators of such violence, the GOP representatives said in their letter to Mr. Garland. 
The letter asks whether the Justice Department is investigating the attacks and whether it has a plan to ensure similar attacks don't occur in the future. And Dolly Parton is donating $1 million to pediatric infectious disease research at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, the organization announced on Wednesday. The new gift is one of several Parton has made to the center over the years, including a $1 million gift in April 2020 for COVID vaccine research. Parton's new gift will support a variety of ongoing research at the medical center, including understanding how viruses and bacteria cause disease. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.